And welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sonny D. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. I want to also thank you uh, so much for the continued and growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast. We've hit uh, some subscriber milestones, which have blown my mind. Uh, so thank you all. If you also aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. Uh, those are those are the only two forms of social media. So anything else is clearly not me. All right, I'm sitting here. I'm watching some old Poker Go archived footage in the background here, uh, just for some background entertainment while I uh, enjoy recording this episode. But I've got a very special guest here tonight. I've got uh, none other than the very lovely. Very wonderful, Jess. Jess, how are you? I'm good. And you, are you a little nervous? Yeah. Don't be nervous. It's fine. I love you. They love you. <laughs> it's okay. Thanks for that. But uh, anyway, yes, it's very exciting. Uh, we've got some very exciting news to talk about and share today on today's episode. Uh, so as much as I like to talk about random things, I'm hoping Jessica likes to as well. And uh, But first and foremost, I will let her tell the big news, or should I tell it? You tell it. Me tell it? Yeah. Um, we are counting down basically almost now to the hours, in a sense. Hopefully. Till uh, our brand new baby boy gets here. Um, little Harundi is on his way, and uh, so we are super excited for that. It is... Uh, next to Kirby Jenner, probably the best kept secret in social media, <laughs> uh, that we are anticipating and expecting uh, baby boy's arrival. So we are very much excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hoping it's sooner rather than, than later. Yes. I have watched you go through a lot uh, with this pregnancy, mm -hmm. um, which, I mean, I would love for you to share with my listeners what uh, it's been like and kind of talk about that and how it relates to when you had little foot maybe you know so I'll let you speak <laughs> this one's been a lot harder I mean I'm five years older maybe that's what it has to do with but I don't recall it being this hard with little foot um, this one's just been a lot more strenuous on the body I think and also having to keep up with another child. It's been tough. I can imagine. No, it's uh, it's never easy. Uh, I, I, I think being pregnant at all. I, I've had a whole new appreciation for what the pregnancy process... I don't know if that's the right word, but the pregnancy <laughs> journey. Journey. <laughs> the pregnancy <laughs> journey is uh, after watching you. So, yes, the pregnancy journey. Anyway, yes. No, I have a whole new... It's funny because you don't... Like, when would you ever know, right? You never know until you're kind of... Going through it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? And I can't relate to what you're going through physically. But, I mean, just seeing it, I have a brand new appreciation. Uh, and almost just... And in turn, has given me a whole new um, outlook on being able to suck up <laughs> so many things. Like, I look at, you know, just how much of a wimp I can be and how much of a baby I can be for just some mild acute crap when this is what you live with. Like every day, you know, a good day still you're in pain, right? Yes. Yeah. Even coming down here to podcast was quite painful. Just getting out of Littlefoot's bed and walking down the stairs was not fun. That's well, And, and I think that's, 
that's kind of part of it too, right? Is that as men, and not to speak kind of the whole, you know, male and female thing, but as men, we can never understand this. Mm -mm. Like, there's nothing we can do really truthfully. To simulate it. No. No. Because even the whole idea of the, the strapping the thing to your tummy, that like to simulate <laughs> it. You can still it, try that. I guess, but it, it's like it's different because but it's... it only simulates labor pains, not the whole nine months. Well, no, no, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about like you can get the, 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 the belly oh, weights. the big belly. Right, and then you strap it on. It's supposed to simulate carrying. But at that point, it becomes more of a muscular exercise. Mm-hmm. Right, like you Just got... Just another workout. Exactly. Like you could train for that. Like if you were like, oh... When I get to eight months, I want you to put the, you know, the belly thing on. And then I could just spend eight months training to get ready for that. And then be like, all right, let's. But even if you didn't train, it still wouldn't have the same effects on your, the rest of your body. Right. That women go through. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing is that it's not just the matter of, oh, you have however much extra weight in your abdomen. It's that, yes, it's coming from the inside out. Yeah. And the pressures that it's causing from the inside out that you just can't really... Well, a fake belly wouldn't twist your pelvis. No. Or tilt your pelvis or pull muscles in your legs that right. don't want to be pulled that way. Right. No, exactly. Go on. Well, that's just that's... the tip of the iceberg. I don't know. Well, I think too, right? Like, And as you said too, being five years older... These are kind of the, the things, too, is that our bodies have, evolved, you know, aged, I guess, matured. <laughs> They've matured. That even I know, like, when I work out now versus working out at, like, 21, 22, right? You, go, you haven't been to the gym in a little while. You go, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can just do it's whatever. Fine. Yeah, now it's like, got to be careful. Like, you got to pace yourself. Like, I remember doing uh, the ball hockey in the summer, and I remember that week going into the World Dom Tournament. Remember, I was like anticipating that I'd <laughs> the be in pain. Yeah, like, and, and I mean, now in hindsight, there was no pain I felt all of last winter playing ball hockey. And I, and I mean, maybe I was a baby or not, but there were some days there, and you can you witnessed it where I was I was literally like I felt immobilized. Mm-hmm. But now seeing this, I have a brand new appreciation for my ability to like for for my need to suck it up. Yes, like there's a huge need. But it would just be like if you had that pain after hockey every day. Right. And it got worse leading right. up to the main event. Yes. Afterwards. Well, I think too, not only that, but it would be like waking up with the pain, the pain getting worse, having to go play hockey at your peak physical performance, and also then coming back and having more pain added on top of that mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the exertion of the hockey. Mm-hmm. Just for it to never get better now. It just, yeah. It's going to compound itself. Yeah. And it never, you don't get a break from it. Holy fuck. <laughs> and just simple activities like getting out of bed, sitting up, rolling over, which I can't do in bed anymore. Walking right. down the stairs. All the things you're supposed to do. Oh, go for a walk. Well, that just creates more pain or that is painful. Like, the simple things are no longer simple. Did you remember these things going into this? Or was it like, or maybe had you forgotten, then you're like, oh, right, got a quick reminder. Of, oh, right, this is what it's like. Mm, no, I mean, you remember these things, because those are well-known facts. Like, you know, your your little back will hurt as your belly gets bigger, because obviously your belly's pulling. But it's the this pain that I have that I don't think many a lot of people experience that has made it worse that I didn't anticipate it being so bad Mm. like when it started at week 13 Mm -hmm. and we were all 
surprised by that mm-hmm. with well, Littlefoot it didn't start till much closer to the end so this has been months more of having to deal with it well you were hardly even showing if showing really at all but when it first started yeah and which, I mean that was a big fear that we had yeah and it just didn't make any sense like why yeah. would it be starting if there's no belly to be causing these problems yeah so, no no there is but there's no way of foreseeing that issue true I guess you don't, but it's kind of scary, like, moving forward, right? Like, I think it's safe to say, like, moving forward, that is something to consider, like, if Mm -hmm. we were to have, if it was ever to cross our mind, but I mean, (laughs) I I can say this openly on the podcast, and I've said to you privately, like, I can openly say, like, I'm done, like, I couldn't, I couldn't physically put you through this again. And I would agree that I would not want to do this again, because of the pain and, and suffering. No, absolutely. I, I, I couldn't imagine wanting to. And I mean, even when you look and I mean, yeah, I guess people have, you know, aspirations for, you know, having as many kids or whatever it is. And that's everybody's business. I'm not saying there's right or wrong, but I can see having, having experienced physical like body pains myself. So I can, I can relate to what it's like to have, you know, a really bad back or, you know, hip injuries, groin injuries, whatever it is. And just to now be like, well, imagine how that felt at its worst. Amplify that times 24 <laughs> hours a day. It never gets better. And everything you do is only going to make it worse. Like, I could never in good conscience be like, hey, you know what, babe? Let's, let's do that again. Yeah, just it seems like it would just be like the biggest jerk move. I mean, it's still short-term pain for long-term gain, but it has not been fun. But that's it's not been fun. But when you say short-term pain, like my idea of short-term <laughs> pain versus your short-term pain, like mine's a night. <laughs> like mine's like, ah, oh, I'm sore tonight, but you know what? I'll get some good sleep. But I'll in put... comparison to a child's life, it's short. Fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> like I now I see like what it is. Like, you know, poor little Harundi better not even think of being lippy to you because I'll just <laughs> remind mine and be like, you have no idea what your mother went through and you're thinking that this kind of sass is okay? Well, I guess too, you run the risk of not only this problem reoccurring, but I've been lucky that I haven't had any other issues like some women like gestational diabetes or high blood pressure or a lot of nausea or anything like that. I've been lucky in that department Mm -hmm. and you just hope your luck would hold up for the next one, but there's no guarantees. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, you didn't really have much morning sickness, did you, if One any? One week. One week. Did you throw up at all during that week? No, nope. I was just nauseous. Hmm. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've never seen you throw up. I think the only person we've I've seen throw up recently was <laughs> Littlefoot, and that was pretty funny, is she'd, she, I guess she must have really, really enjoyed dinner. And uh, she was a little full that night, and we were playing and giggling and laughing, and I was tickling her, and then all of a sudden, just <laughs> bleh, all over herself. I didn't panic or anything, but I kind of, like, for a moment there, was like, oh, what do I do now? And <laughs> I was having so many thoughts. I'm like, okay, do I try, do I clean her up? Do I take her to the shower? What do I do? But thank God. <laughs> thank God she was so with it there and understands that she is my boss. <laughs> And this looked, was your first experience. Yeah, I just looked at me and was like, get a napkin! <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right, yeah, let's get the napkin first. And then I mean, it was all good from there and smooth sailing from there. And I felt so bad. At least it wasn't like she was sick. Like, she didn't feel, like, she wasn't physically sick or anything. Whoops. 
Um, that was my phone, people. I do apologize <laughs> for that. But uh, yeah, no, at least she wasn't like sick. She just, you know, got a little excited. Her tummy was a little over full. And, Someone was riling her up uh, after dinner. So, I'm the worst for I that. Mean, I always rile her up. I'm glad you were around to clean up your mess. <laughs> yeah, she's so much fun, though. She is so much fun. It's, she uh, is. It is funny because it's like, it, even when she plays her little guilt trips, you know, saying you're my best friend, let's do this. It's like... In turn, I kind of am her de facto best friend. Like, yeah, I I I, li I carry her, I care for her, I feed her. You're wrapped around her little finger. I do I do all her bidding for her. I'm like having your own personal Shrek. Yeah. You know, and even when we look at Baby Buddy and Huddy Buddy, they probably look at me in the same way. They're like, "Come here, you overgrown oaf!" Like. They probably look at me and they're like, you know, he's a little bit, yeah, he's a little bigger than us, but. <laughs> but he does everything we want. Yeah, and he so seems to think very around. similar to us, and I don't think he has anything better to do than hang out and play with us, so. I mean, it is kind of a neat little thing. I mean, I'm excited. I don't know what to expect, and it's funny because uh, we have a buddy, uh, Brian, who just had his baby a few months ago. Uh, these COVID babies seem to be popping up everywhere, <laughs> both in real life and in celebrity life. Um, baby boom but it's kind of funny now I don't know if you've noticed this on Instagram at least the big thing was how many people were keeping the pregnancy news secret right it was all of a sudden mm -hmm. they were five six months in they're like hey guess what yeah they got bored they right they couldn't hold it in anymore and uh, that was the big thing or some people just having the babies and, and then, then being telling. like surprise yeah. um, which is kind of the route we have we essentially yeah we have essentially gone um, but now, if you notice, there's a bit of a trend where now people, as they're getting pregnant, they just say it right away. It's like mm -hmm. there's no longer the COVID baby surprise, um, which is kind of funny because remember when we were texting, when I was letting some of my Vegas friends know, I'd let Heather know. And she's like, well, I could still get pregnant. I'd definitely be pregnant. She's <laughs> like, what else is there to do right mm -hmm. now? So, But with that being said, I wouldn't recommend having the baby during a pandemic. No, it's been it's, high stress. That's that's true. It's very, very high stress. And for inter like... I shouldn't say for interesting reasons, but for reasons that don't normally exist. Mm -hmm. You know, like normally, for instance, like, you know, when you have your birth plan or whatever it is, you just worry about natural pregnancy things that could get in the way of that, of said birth plan. Mm -hmm. Now we have this pandemic kind of accoutrement that has now added certain stressors and pressures uh, that could get in the way of certain birth plans, which, I mean, now, right now, we're kind of in crunch mode into protecting that birth plan, that desired birth plan. Yeah, there's no way we want to go to a hospital with all of our hospitals mm. having outbreaks. No. So trying to avoid anything that would send us there. Yeah. Trying to avoid at all costs me getting sick, mm -hmm. or in turn... Me getting sick. But yeah. more so me and the baby. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but like me getting sick and then not like being able to be there and help out or do what I need to do yeah. as part of this plan, yeah. right? It's like right now it's pure defense mode, yeah. which is actually kind of fine because I think since the start of the pandemic, we have been pretty defensive but in I how we've approached yes, those things. But I feel like now it's more to do with the baby. Right. Because they're so weak and defenseless. And my biggest fear is if I were to catch it and he were to test positive, there's been some stories where the baby is kept from the mom, which would be traumatic to say the least. Mm -hmm. So 
I just don't want to be in that position. No, and it's just not worth it. Like, I mean, even when you hear the complaints um, that people have and have had throughout the COVID thing, like, oh, my freedoms. Oh, I don't have the right. And even those protesters, those weird, the weird necessity that people have. And, and maybe it comes from boredom from lockdown, right? That you're, you become kind of stir crazy. So you're like, hey, I'm going to vigilante this. <laughs> I'm going to fabricate an organization. I'm going to find my friend. And we're going to go around and police this and, and create fake rights and go around and, and like, do, you saw those people like trying to hand out um, citations and be like, I need to speak to the to your manager because you guys are breaking the law by making me wear a mask. And, you know, the the, the, the Debbies and the Karens oh, down. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, I've God, there's, shut in for too long. There, was too, there was way too many. There's a lot of footage of that going on early, like in the summer and stuff. Oh. And it's just like, what do you have to gain? By that. Like, oh, I, it's my right to not wear a mask. That's correct. Sure, don't wear a fucking mask. But what do you have to lose? Like, what do you really have to lose by wearing the fucking mask? It's just because they don't know any better. It's so, like those couple, sadly, like, wasn't there that somebody famous who was all saying it was a conspiracy and then caught it himself and couple of them that even died who didn't believe it was real. Well, you hear a lot of that. Yeah, you and are. it's like, I mean, this is just another breed of those same kind of people. Well, it's true, right? You, I think, wasn't there like a fitness YouTube or something recently? Yeah. I think that was the one within the last couple of weeks where he thought it was a hoax and yeah. three days later was dead. Something like that. Like, and you're seeing a lot of that, right? Like, and even people that sadly fell into the danger demographics right you know they had the characteristics they said either yeah they were unhealthy they had unhealthy lifestyles they had underlying health issues thought it was a hoax they get it and then oh my god i have it but i don't feel that bad okay i'm starting to feel a little worse this might be my last day this was your last fucking but even day. if you like, think it's a hoax i mean there's still something out there making people sick so to just believe ridiculously that you are immune to it somehow right and won't catch it i mean like I well and i nice think to say. but i mean like i've I, there's so many things i've said about it on the podcast and i keep reiterating is i'm not here to debate you know whether it's real or not real whether it's a hoax whether it's not serious whether it is serious but let's just take some basic ideas and principles here and apply them i don't truly think anybody ever says hey you know what I could use a little bit of sick. No, nobody fucking wants to be sick. The reason why people say, yeah, I could go for a cold right now or I could go for a flu, or, you, know, you know, I could go for a good stomach bug, is you probably need a break. Mm -hmm. So what you want is a break from work, work or, whatever. or whatever the heck it might be, childcare, fuck, you know, whatever it, it is. Stop. You know, but even when you're sick, that right? doesn't go away. But that's what it is. Yeah. Like, fuck, man, work's really pissing me off. You know what, man, fuck, sneeze in my face. I could use that cold, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, even then, you don't want to actually get sick. Nobody wants to be fucking you, you sick. You just want to call in sick. That's exactly right. That's like, exactly fucking right. We have a buddy. Uh, he can remain nameless because I, I don't want to throw him under the bus. Um, who, I mean, he's been there when he said with us. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be cashing in some of my sick days right away. And be like, oh, you're not feeling well? He's like, no, no, no. I go into work when I'm not yeah. feeling well. <laughs> I use my sick days when I'm feeling awesome. Yeah. Because those are my days. <laughs> I've earned Which those days. Which I don't days. agree with because he's gone into work some days when he's been incredibly sick yes and but and that's and the danger right and, i wouldn't recommend that well and i mean that kind of goes into where a lot of these as a society maybe we have needed this pause to understand some bad behaviors one of the biggest ones that they keep saying and i mean whether we whether somebody whatever side of the you know 
being mad at the news, not being mad, believing that everything you say in the news or not. One thing is fairly true, and that's that if you are sick, don't go around other people. But it's now it's like, oh, well, it's because of COVID. No, it's the way it always should have fucking been. But now, now we're using COVID to see, oh, this yeah. is why I shouldn't go around Exactly, people. exactly. And I mean, there are some, some structural and systemic problems, you know, such as sick days and sick leave and things like that, which do need to get addressed. Yes. And I think we are lucky up here in Canada that we do have a fairly progressive government that understands these things. And, uh, but not everywhere is as lucky. But even like, I had the flu, we think a few weeks ago. Right. And some days it was bad and other days it was okay. Mm-hmm. And it was still like, do I go out? Should I like, yeah. should I do anything? Like it was still, it was very hard to know what the right thing to do was. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously on the bad days I wasn't moving from the couch, but on the days where it seemed to feel better, mm-hmm. it was like, what do I do? And then Mm-hmm. having to get the covid test which is not fun mm-hmm. I still feel the weirdness in my nose <laughs> and ear and mm-hmm. then thinking oh gosh what if it is positive mm-hmm. and the stress of being like what if i was the one that brought it into the house and mm-hmm. how on earth did i catch it and sunny was fairly confident i hadn't caught it but you start playing that what if game well and it's terrifying well, the thing too, right, is you have so many what-ifs that happened. Like, the problem because of a lack of information, and that's been the biggest problem with COVID-19 in my opinion, is a lack of transparent, unbiased, just truly honest information. Um, it just hasn't been there. And all of a sudden now, you d- it is very easy, depending whether you're a skeptical person or not, to be like, well, wait a second. If she does test positive and she gets through this and wait a second and she's been breathing around the house, touching things around the house, hasn't, you know, like, cause we just didn't know and either no, nobody else caught it close to us mm-hmm. or we did catch it and we were all asymptomatic and it's like, well, of course, you know, you're, you know, no, you're, but you're taxing your body. You are growing a baby. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, wait a second. Is this as serious, right? It's easy now to have that thought train as well, being like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. And then it starts to feed those thoughts. How many people I'm sure out there, mm-hmm. they might have known someone who caught it. They were fine. Like, I mean, even on Joe Rogan's show, he was talking about young Jamie caught it. And they, he was like, yeah, he, fought with it. he felt kind of lousy for a day and then was better, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he takes his vitamin C, he takes his, you know, he took his vitamin C, his vitamin D, his zinc, and he was fine. And I'm, and I'm not sitting here today telling you that that's the magic recipe. Mm-hmm. But, right, it would be easy now for someone to hear that. Okay, and that's, that's their takeaway, that right? Yeah. Oh, well, so-and-so had it, right? And I mean, there's been a lot of celebrities that have had it and been like, yeah, whatever. I mean, you saw Cam Newton, who's playing tonight uh, for New England, the quarterback. He had it a few weeks ago. I mean, he didn't update anybody as to how he was doing, or at least I don't know. I don't follow him on any social media, but you know, right? There was ne- it never made the news. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even on the sporting news, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, Cam Newton's really suffering with COVID. None of the athletes, from what I gather, that had it, there was ever any, any ever anything breaking. So I mean, there are some things like that where, and it does make sense, even with a regular cold or flu. Typically speaking, if you are in better health and condition, it is easier for your body to fight these things off. Yeah. You know, and I remember even, uh, I think, you know, late summer there when I had had a couple of days there where I felt a little under the weather. Mm-hmm. And I said it was just because, you know what, yeah, I'm, I'm a little stressed. 
I've been taxing my body. I haven't been busy. sleep. Yeah, we were super busy trying to get a lot done. Um, I wasn't sleeping well. Mm -hmm. I think it wasn't I painting the rooms or something. So I was sleeping on the couch on top of it. Yeah, and I so. and I'd said, and you're like, oh, well, this. And I said, all I need is just like one good night. Just go on my couch, have a good night's sleep, sleep in tomorrow, and I bet you I'll be fine. And that's really all it was. Mm -hmm. um, at no point I think, oh, God, I got COVID. But yeah, I mean, there's so many things that go through it. And I mean, now as cases are going up and all of that, it is, um, yeah, you have to play some defense. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's like anything, you have to adapt and even how you see people and, and communicate with people. You know, I think people might take it for granted, like, oh, oh, no, I'm never going to see anybody. But it was like, wait a second, how often were you seeing them to begin with? And you just have to be creative now, like FaceTime or, yeah, you know, visiting from a distance Absolutely. or through a door. Or... No, it's, it, it's, it's so true. And I mean, even then, but it's, it's funny because we also know someone who did, who, I mean had some kind of weird opinions about the visiting through the door thing when it came to meeting a new baby and why it was like, oh, why do they have to do it through the door? And even there, it's just like, well, wait a second. Well, what is there not to understand here? Mm -hmm. Like, I this is a situation where I need you to help me so that I can help you because mm -hmm. I'm disconnected from what on earth you are possibly having any issue with. Mm -hmm. Right? And there are those, right? There are those that are like that. And I mean... Again, I think it comes from clarity of information. Um, I mean, there's... Go ahead. Well, just believing... I don't know how to put it. Like, that even if you're family, if you're living in different households, that's the line. Even if you're related, having to accept that. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the difference maker. Well, I think, too, and people have... You know, even the idea of householding... It's something, you know, having worked in the financial industry um, for forever, that's that's a big thing there is the, is the idea of householding. And you kind of understand that, oh, wait a second. I now, you know, relation doesn't mean household, mm -hmm. right? And just because you're related does not mean necessarily you're in someone's bubble. Yeah. But also being in someone's bubble in a way is an ask. It's yeah. a pretty big ask to be like, hey are we bubbling together, right? And mm -hmm. You saw a lot of, you know, celebrities and quasi-celebrities. And by quasi-celebrities, I mean some of these people from reality shows, uh, <coughs> bachelor people, um, <laughs> right? But mm -hmm. that was their thing. Oh, we're going to quarantine together. Let's just go and rent a place in Cabo and, and spend three weeks. And I was like, wait a second. <sighs> and on, on, on three weeks plus one day, it was like... I don't know that I want to be around you that much anymore, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's a big thing, too, and asking people. And we've had people come in and out of our bubble, mm -hmm. right? Like, and that's, I think we've had a fairly flexible way in how we've operated our bubble. Mm -hmm. But even yeah. just being more considerate and, like, asking people, oh, is it okay if we come into your house? Because in the summer, it was easy just to hang out outside. Right. But now that the weather's colder, it's, it's just been, yeah. like... Oh, we have to stop by, but like, is it okay that we come in? Do right. you want us just to stay outside? Like, what is your comfort level? And, you know, if people were doing the same to us, mm -hmm. they were asking us. Right. And I want to be clear um, that I'm of the comfort level that if everybody wanted to stay away, I'm okay with that. I'm very much okay with that. Um, I think everybody, and I have no problem doing it. Like, if somebody said, hey, say, I don't want you coming into my place, I'd be like, fuck, <laughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> there are zero of the hard feelings right now. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, it just, it is what it is. But uh, 
brought you on to talk about baby <laughs> and little Harundi. So, uh... Littlefoot went to sleep tonight, hugging my belly. Oh, and she was playing, um, peekaboo with my stomach. Was she? And I said, oh, he'll like that when he's here. Yeah. And she said he'll laugh so hard. Oh. And then fell asleep, um, Aww. with her face at belly level. She's so excited to have a little brother. That's... <laughs> Yeah, that's the good thing. I'm, I'm, in a way, I'm happy. Well, not in a way. I am elated that it's She's a little excited. brother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that that's that's the best thing. She just can't understand how we don't know when he's coming. No, I mean, I mean, for for a six year old, she does understand a lot. I give her a lot of credit for a six year old. She really, truly. Um, does understand a lot because we kept telling her oh after halloween he'll be born and then halloween came and went and it was like well where's baby brother and it was like well now we don't know well even only until recent like she struggled even with kind of days of the week right so mm -hmm. it was like you know it was a pretty big ask for a long time when's halloween yeah. two months away how long's two months away <laughs> Yeah. So now it's like the other day she said, oh, I think he'll be in there for nine more weeks. I said, oh, no, he can't. Mm -hmm. And then four more weeks. No, he can't. Well, I want him to be born in July. Well, he can't. Yeah, they don't have, they don't quite grasp these things. And I mean, even her kind of idea and understanding that, you know, essentially he could just pop out another one. Well, once we have baby brother, I'll get mommy to make me a baby sister. <laughs> like, well, you talk to her. You, you're going to have this negotiation because I'm not. I bow out of this one. That's, that's too big an and ask. And then how would we have to explain to her what if it was a boy? Oh, She'd be like, oh. no, I told you I wanted yeah, a baby I, sister. No, but, but mommy, but mommy. <laughs> I said. Yeah, I was pretty clear when I said I want a baby sister. And we're going to name her Diana. Oh, yeah. It's that's gonna, her name for everything. I'm surprised baby brother's name isn't gonna isn't diana <laughs> i think honest. it was in the beginning i'm honestly shocked so just a fun fact here so we're watching the uh 2007 50k horse championship uh, from the wsop in the background and currently in fifth place in chips is freddie deeb with very few chips and this is this is i'm talking to you too when i say oh. that um, okay <laughs> what's interestingly what's interesting enough and this just goes to show how crazy a game horse is I'm pretty sure Freddie Deeb comes back to win the whole tournament. Oh. Like, I'm pretty sure it is Freddie Deeb who won the second ever, uh, what is now known as the Poker Players Championship. But anyway, that's uh, some poker for the podcast. <laughs> um, as I see Jess getting ready to go on Instagram. Like, are you are you done already? Have I taken no, up enough no, of your time? I'm just, what? I was, I was enlightening you. And... I was listening. I listened. Were you? Yes. Okay, which don't Deeb? Quiz me. Which Deeb? Freddie. Okay. Freddie Deeb. Well, at least you got Close. the F and the R right. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, Freddie Deeb, I think, comes back to win it, which is pretty insane. Anyways. But yeah, no, so we got Baby Boy coming. Um, what are you most excited for about him? Just for him to be here. <laughs> to. to... I don't know, to have less pain yeah. and ailments and things going on and to have him here, yeah. to meet him, to see what he'll look like, to care for him. I like the newborn phase. I like it much better than the toddler phase, so I'm excited. Really? Well, I mm -hmm. guess all they do, there's nothing really they can do. Exactly. 
You snuggle them, they eat, they sleep, they poop. They can't move for themselves, they can't do anything. Like, it's exactly. only once they start motorizing that you have to be like, uh -oh. But even then, they're still fairly easy. They need yeah. a, the bright, colorful toy. Mm -hmm. They can't be by stairs or anything else dangerous. It's when they start talking back to you and... No, I'm not. Becoming independent little people that... I mean, some people will say they hate the newborn phase and they like it when they're two, three, four, but no, I'm the opposite. I'll take a newborn. I'll give that's, you my toddler. That's so funny. Well, I guess so, yeah. It's kind of one of those things, right? Where, I mean, we now have it too, where with Littlefoot, how even with the uh, sanitizer, when you're like, how much of this do you use? She just like looks at you. I use the proper amount. Yeah, I got told. Like she put you in your place. I got told. Now, in all fairness and to her credit, from what I've always seen, she actually always does use the proper amount. I know. She just seemed to go through the bottle so but quickly, and that's when, why I questioned but it. But you know what? In all honesty, for her, for us to stay uh, healthy and safe, it's a small yeah, price to pay. Yeah, I don't want her to yeah, be a... stingy, but I just was, it just seemed like she went through the jar quickly. Yeah, she did go through that little uh, squeezy of uh, yeah. sanitizer pretty quickly. Do you think she's adapting well to this whole COVID? I think she I has. I think so. She didn't like hugging people in the first place. True. So now I remember has... once seeing her at school and somebody went for a hug and she knew right away to do... Back off. No, they did like a... Like an uh, air hug? Yeah, that's what, an air hug. Like she... she I didn't even have, to, even have to tell her. Yeah. And I mean, she hasn't complained about any of the way the school's set up or anything like that this year. I know she misses being at home like she was in the spring. She's not liking having to go back to school. But, but... in those days, she makes up a malady and she's fine. Because like, to quote her, my mummy's at home right now, so it's okay if I go home. Yeah, you yeah. can call her. It's okay if I go yeah. home because mummy's at home. <laughs> That's been the struggle, getting her to understand just because mummy's home doesn't mean we're having fun. No, and I think it's kind of, well, and we, and I was, I think, the first one to kind of hypothesize, and which has since basically been confirmed, um, the idea of that, the struggle we felt was once she knew you were on that leave, mm -hmm. and she kind of already understands that I work from home, her idea of, oh, well, I, uh, they just hang out and have fun all day. And I mean, and she'd even met, you know, said every day's like the week, every day's a Saturday for you guys. So it was like, she felt like, Hey, I'm going to school and yeah, I'm, I'm a good student and, and all the teachers and everybody lo love me. They all adore her mm -hmm. and she's a good little kid in class. Um, but she would much rather hang out with us, which is also kind of cool because I mean, there's going to come a point when she won't want to hang out with us. Anymore. I think, well, it's hang out with us, but also this is where the TV and the cartoons are. True enough. That's a big a draw for her. True enough. That's what she wants, I think. Is <laughs> <laughs> the is the hangout so and watch her cartoons? Weeks there where there was a lot of yeah. illnesses that were getting mm -hmm. thought of, and then we were being her maladies. To pick her up, yeah. Uh, so we had to make it sound like we do nothing fun all day. We're very busy, busy, busy. Which I mean, we are quite busy. We, we are. Like it's not like it's it, it isn't like we sit around and uh, twiddle our thumbs all day. We are very busy getting so much done, and I mean we've done and a so lot. so many appointments. Yeah. 
I feel like every day I have an appointment. That's true, actually. For one of my various what pains. Are your maladies. <laughs> At least mine are real. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. I'm not gonna let you tolerate. I'm not gonna tolerate you talking about my best friend like that. I'm sure hers are real too. They're real to her, and no, that's. No. They're real to her, and that's all I need. To sympathize and feel bad for her. No, right. But, okay. uh. Well, yeah. without my chiropractor and pelvic floor physiotherapist, I don't think I'd be walking. Do we want to talk about what a pelvic floor therapist yes. is, or should we let people. No, I think more people need to know about what they are. I didn't know they existed until this pregnancy <laughs> when my regular physiotherapist kind of looked at me like, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to get to your pain. I don't know how to make it better. Yeah. And then she recommended a pelvic floor physiotherapist, which I think it's in France or anyways, Europe, where they're quite, it's bigger. Mm -hmm. And all pregnant women yeah. are seen by a pelvic floor physiotherapist after delivery. Okay. Um to help them heal properly. Mm -hmm. And in Winnipeg, there's only maybe a handful of them that exist. But, yeah, yeah I think... But you're very... Like, you think this is... It's oh been a help. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's been a help. I go every two weeks, just about. You do. Just to stay just mobile. Just to get fixed. <laughs> yeah, just to get... Yeah, just to, just to be able to get... But, the, okay. So, even there, when we talk about the pain... You go there not with the assumption, like, not with the expectation of, oh, I go there to get better. You go there for, like, maintenance so you can get, get through. through the next couple of days. It's like, uh, it's like a new car. It's like when you need a new car, right? Like, you keep, you have to make that decision to yourself. Like, wait, is, this car's so far gone that the upkeep on it is just going to keep it on the road. It's going to keep deteriorating. Are you comparing me to an old car? In a sense, like just that, that maintenance Thanks. component. No, but that maintenance component, uh -huh. right? Like, and, and with you, <laughs> this is the uh, old beater. Well, I mean, now people are going to be like, oh my God, he thinks it's no, but I'm just saying that for you, it's not like you go to these things to be like, oh, right. This is what allows me to be one 100. visit and I'm fixed. Or like, you know, when you hear of athletes that have their physiotherapists and their, this therapist and that therapist, mm -hmm. you're not going to this to be at a hundred percent. You're going at this to get by. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, and that's where I liken it to the idea of an older car, right? Is like you're paying, it's, which is a horrible analogy, but it it's is. an accurate one. It, is. it does fit. It, it does is. fit. Yep. And Sunny is fascinated by what a pelvic floor physiotherapist well, does. Well, that's what I said. Do you want to tell them what the, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Or, okay. Well, cause I mean, it doesn't bring it up and how wonderful it is if we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I thought you would enlighten everyone. I don't go to one. <laughs> I don't go to so one. You, you, as a female, I don't know what they do with males, but as a <laughs> female, you go there and it's quite intimate. Um, basically, it's a massage for the inside of your vagina. I like can it. Can say that? You can say that. I do <laughs> I do list the podcast as being explicit. You're allowed to. And, and I believe vagina is the correct medical term for the play for the body part right mm -hmm. so and i'd rather we've talked about that too using the right words for things yeah like we've never shied away with that with littlefoot using a different word no because i, I don't think believe in that. no because i think you know no offense to people but then you grow up 
And you're not embarrassed to say it. You're not embarrassed to say it. You're not embarrassed of it. Yeah. Right? Like, you know it's a part and of you. You know where it is properly. Right. Like... You, like, you can tell the people that have grown up having to use different words for body parts. Yeah. Because they still continue that habit as they get older. Or you say the correct name and they're like, the what? Yeah. Where's that? Right. What's that? Right. But no, this is this is a internal massage that hurts. Mm-hmm. But it does help. And uh, I think every woman should go see one after delivery. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure they heal properly. Because right. I don't think in North America we... Um, treat women after birth very well yeah and yeah if you're having issues beforehand that you go see one regularly well i think that's the big thing that you clarified too is like whilst it's this internal massaging of your vagina it isn't something you're going there to be pleasured no like you're not going there and coming out of this and like you have a smile on your face like you come out no no that's that's a big (laughs) lot that's something we need to clarify for people this isn't you're going there to get it's like when you have a knot in your back and you go to a massage and they like manhandle you and (laughs) and prod at that knot until it's gone and you want to cry and you want to tell them to stop and you want yeah this is this is that. And you start doing the foot slamming and the... Yeah, this is that. And it lasts about half an hour. And, uh, yeah, but it, it helps. Magically helps. I don't know. Is it, is it, like, I'm the person, of course, is a professional. Like, yes. let's clarify that. So they are a professional. Mm-hmm. The big thing, the thing I want to know, or that I need, or, do they know how to handle kind of the comforting of you? Because, I mean, you go to someone, especially for something like this, you're like, oh, okay, so this person's going to insert themselves and, and massage my genitals. Um, there's got to be like a like a comforting that takes place, right? Like a... Well, I mean, I think it has to do with whether you like the person, like you feel comfortable, like, right. I don't know, just their personality. Right, that they don't but, make it uncomfortable, they, right? No, that they try I mean, to they, make it as comfortable as they possible. They leave the room while you get undressed and you get on the bed under a sheet. Okay. So you're covered, you're not, like, exposed <laughs> to the... Here we go! <laughs> and then fun, she comes in and she's very professional about it and... Yeah. Talk, like, explains what she's doing and, you know, and then... She leaves when you're, when it's done, unless you get dressed in peace and, yeah, you know, then you come back, she comes back in and she'll just like, just say how she thinks it's doing and et cetera. And I guess that's probably a fairly accurate assessment of the inner workings of your genital area, right? Like she knows, like she could tell you like, Hey, this feels right or wrong or whatever. Right? So yeah. Well, like... even the first appointment, she had a... Uh, diagram of all the pelvic floor muscles. I had never seen this diagram before in my life. Hmm. Like, never really understood, like, after being pregnant the first time, I learned that there's the round ligament muscles that run down the sides of your stomach and into your groin. Mm -hmm. But that that was, I didn't know what they attached to or (laughs) what else was down there. But she had some, a couple diagrams. And how all these muscles are connected and, you know, how she can relieve, like, these knots that basically exist down there. Because your muscles are trying so hard to mm-hmm. hold the baby up. Yeah. That they... Kind strain. Of, they strain. They start going the wrong way. They... 
Yeah. Get bent like, shape. And I think it's like, and I don't know. So it would be, I don't know if you've had this discussion with anybody or would know, but it's also one of those things too, where I don't, it's unlike a lot of things that you can kind of train and prepare for. Like when we watch that world's toughest race mm -hmm. and then we realize like, these aren't amateur people doing this. Like this is what they do, mm -hmm. right? Like this wasn't the first race of its kind. Yeah. They're not taking like, Hey, Sunny Jazz, you're kind of outdoorsy. Come go on this race, right? It's not like the amazing race. Like these are, this is what they do. Yes. And like there was like a, a, like a, a team that was almost like a celebrity to these other teams. Like, yeah. like oh, the Australians, the and Aussies. And they were in like the first was, place like the entire they, oh, time. Oh, and it wasn't even close. And even when they tried to make it seem like it closed, it turned out, no, they were still like six hours ahead. <laughs> yeah. And that was even after like a six hour delay. Like they were half a day ahead. But they just didn't sleep. They just didn't sleep. For four days. Yeah, it was. And like, it was kind of like. Or for a week or however We kept wondering, are they going to like take a three hour nap? Something? Like everyone else well, I think else they must have. They so did once, but they went their, as long as they, they just pushed through. Their plan, yeah, was to push through at the beginning to be so far ahead that, that their yeah. three hour nap wouldn't jeopardize them at all. Well, and I think, too, the idea even there was something like that is exactly that. I mean, it requires such a level of determination and dig deep, but it's that idea is they knew. So, wait a second, these teams are going to be taking the naps, and they're going to be pacing themselves from the beginning. Mm -hmm. The race only gets harder. Mm -hmm. So they're, this is as hard as they can go now. Mm -hmm. They're fucked later. Mm -hmm. So we need to get through as if it, as much as we that can. isn't challenging. And I think it wasn't until they all like developed hypothermia that they had to stop and yeah, I think so. remember like a bunch that they they were, and that was that what they said the hardest part was that swim yeah that, like gave everyone hypothermia. But remember, it's like they had been operating on like four days of no sleep. Yeah, and we kept wondering like how are they and then they got doing to, this and then they got there. And but they I don't were even think we finished watching then. I don't think we It's didn't. on Amazon Prime. It was it, really good. It was really good, but World, I think it's... I can't remember what it's called. World's Toughest Race or... Hosted by Bear Girls. Bear Girls, like... It was really good, but... Who, I mean, makes... We didn't as a it. man, makes me feel mildly insignificant for how handy he is in the outdoors, but uh, at the same time, that's his thing. But that's... He, like, lives out there. Like, well, that's his thing. Like, he yeah. better be. Right? Like, that's how he defines himself. He better be able to survive everything. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like, mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like the argument I make about, like, when people call themselves poker players, but they play one game. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't, you're not a poker player. You play one game. Yeah. You play one game of poker, but don't, don't put yourself in my sentence, let alone other people's sentences. Mm -hmm. And as you're having some issues right now some pain related yeah. issues but i think this is awesome that, that we're getting to experience this is he coming no oh, okay that would have been <laughs> pretty cool on the podcast let's get her pushes, <laughs> i don't know what it is really but i feel like he just stretches out and he pushes his bum out into my stomach and his head down into my pelvis and it's really uncomfortable well and we're anticipating he's going to be a 15 to 16 pound no we're not <laughs> that is my fear but he just comes walking out. Um, I mean, if he could do it easily, sure. Uh, if well, it's still going to hurt. <laughs> I, always, I, I, I really do get a kick out of those, like, brand newborn pictures of babies being born. And the ones that have, like, that look of they're just so unimpressed. Like, it's like they expected so much more. And they just get out. They're like, 
oh my, like this is awful. Or it's those babies, they've been ripped out of there before their time. Yeah, and, and they they're are, like, I wasn't ready for uh, this. What is this? I, no, I wasn't meant to come today. Yeah, <laughs> get out back. of my warm water bed. Put me back. Yeah, into this cold environment and you're wearing some kind of weird get up and dress. Like, <laughs> put me back. Close the door. <laughs> Shut the door. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, so kind of where we sidetracked there with that world's toughest race, you can't, I don't know if you can train or really truly prepare yourself for what it takes or those muscles. Like, I guess, yeah, if you, if you have great core strength and are fairly, for delivery, for, for just labor? carrying the baby, like, just as you said, like all these muscles being strained, right? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. Cause how can you guarantee that your pelvis won't start tilting? Yeah. That's been my issue. It tilts and it twists. Yeah. Which pulls at different muscles. Right. So, I mean, even if you are super fit with abs of steel, yeah. you can't... If the baby's pushing on a certain spot mm -hmm. and your muscles are like, whoa, what is yeah. this? Like, how would... You can't train them for that. Mm -hmm. And then things just start to get out of line. But well, that's why chiropractors are great. Well... And physiotherapists. <laughs> I, uh, he doesn't agree with me on the chiropractor point. I, I, I have some issues on that point, but that's neither here nor there. But regardless. But I go once a week and I won't stop until the baby's born. All right. Well, if it helps you, it helps you. <laughs> um, but I guess, too, like, you can't simulate it. Right? Pregnancy? Yeah, like no. you can't put a bowling ball into your stomach and carry it around, or you can't put a turkey into your tummy and have it no. move around, right? Like, there's no way really to simulate. So, yes, you could try. Like, mm -hmm. you could try to prepare your body as best you can, mm -hmm. but there's no training for but it. But you still can't accommodate, yeah, for all, even if it's gestational diabetes or high blood pressure, like, yeah. you know, some women just get it, even though they're mm -hmm. super healthy and. You know, they eat super well during their pregnancy and do all the right things. You know, you can still get these pregnancy-related ailments. Mm -hmm. And I guess you don't know. I guess that I guess you, as you said, short-term pain for long-term gain. The idea is you just want to have a healthy baby, right? Like mm -hmm. that's. I've only met one person who's who took their honesty about their baby expectations one step further. How so? And that was someone I used to work with, and. Uh, Remember I told you it was the first person who I knew that was yeah. pregnant who kind of, it stopped being kind of like she she broke me of how I felt Sunny about Sunny used to be very terrified of pregnant people. It, it used to fuck with me. I don't know why, but pregnant women used to terrify him. Me. So thankfully my cousin was pregnant first yeah. and he got to see that she didn't change into some, yeah. I don't no, I know, about, alien yeah. being. Well, I and think, she was still a normal friend and everything like that. And then... Well, I think, too, the cra the thing, too, with your cousin was I met her when I met her first son. So she wasn't pregnant. She wasn't pregnant with Huddy when I first met her. Remember, I met her camping, and she already had Huddy. Right, and she was, yeah, not pregnant with the next right. son. Right. And then I got to see her and, and go through the whole thing with her and, and baby buddy. Mm -hmm. I was talking about this coworker who worked reception mm -hmm. and uh, she was, I was like, Oh, do you know what it is? And she's like, yeah, I know. If it's, and I was like, Oh, what is it? And she's like, I'm not telling him. Like, I was like, Oh, I thought we were fresh. Like, <laughs> we ain't that close. Like, <laughs> 
And uh, so it was just kind of fun. We had fun with that. But anyway, uh, the big thing, the idea was uh, when she, um, I said, well, I guess it, you're just, you know, as long as the baby's healthy. And she's like, no, fuck that. I just don't want my kid to suck. Mm. And I was like, what? And she's like, I just don't want to have the sucky kid. Like, I want to have, like, you know, a fairly robust, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, whether it be popular or athletic or whatever it is. I just don't want to have the little sucky kid. And so, uh, to those out there, I guess, you know, you never know which kid's going to be the sucky one. But she took her desire of whether it was boy or girl, like, it's... She had something that superseded that. And as I was saying, for a lot of people, is they just want the kid to be healthy, mm-hmm. especially people that well, yeah. don't know. Especially people that don't choose to know or that it doesn't matter. Their desire to have a healthy kid supersedes whatever gender it's going to be. For her... And even if you know the gender. Yes. Like, you still want health to, is the... Number one concern. The number one concern. Absolutely. Um, but with this person, it was... Uh, that they didn't popularity. want popularity. Well, not just popularity. They just didn't want to have the sucky kid. Like, but I, and I like that's like I don't want to have the ugly baby. But I, I kind of believe that people just don't know when they have the ugly baby because you love it so much. You think it's so cute. I don't think you know when you have the ugly baby, and that's what makes it okay. Well, we've kind of talked about that, right? Like, if you don't have something, you don't know, mm-hmm. right? Like, we've talked about this, like even with boys, right? Like. Even when it comes to, like, boys' genitals, like, whether it be, you know, circumcised or uncircumcised, Mm -hmm. right? A boy that's circumcised doesn't know what it's like to be uncircumcised Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So to say one is better, you really don't, you you don't know. Yeah. You'll never know. No. Right? And it's kind of like, I guess that's kind of true. Like, you you know, you do always have a bias towards your kids. Like, I think Littlefoot's just the cutest little girl. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've yet to see one in her age range that I'm like, hey, she gives ours a, a run for her man. I'm like, man, those other parents must look at ours and go, like, wow, <laughs> I wish my kid was as cute as that. But I yet bet you they, they don't. They they feel the same way about exactly. theirs. Right? Exactly. So you just never know. And I guess it's that, that same thing, right? Like... You know, you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to have the ugly baby. But then it's like, I have friends, they're like, all babies are ugly when they first got out. Well, out. they are. They are all a little uh, weird looking. <laughs> I learned that. Well, they're all like the squished in and well, deflated. Well, and... also like, you don't know, like their eyes are black. Like, it was just know. like, oh, what, what's wrong? Like, they look very alien. Like, their head can be misshapen because of <laughs> being born. Like, they just, they're not all little Gerber babies, but you don't realize that a Gerber baby's probably three months old. Yeah, the newborns you see in <laughs> movies TV? are four months old. Yeah. They're four months old and closer to saying mama. they lose the alien look, and then they look like a cute baby, and then it's like, you watch them change. Like, you've looked back on pictures of Littlefoot, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, you can see... When she was one, like, her, her now. Her growing up to now, yes. But, like, when I remember looking at her when she was one, being like, I wonder what she's going to look like when she's older. Yeah, it's basically like, she's going to look like this. But you don't know that. You don't know so that, So you're, like, yeah. you're constantly amazed by the changes. Yeah. And, like, physically and, um, like, just in their faces and stuff like that, that it, I don't know, keeps you distracted by com- from comparing. True. To other people's babies. It's, uh... Well, I've even, even in the picture you have of you guys in the hospital together, you can even see her facial characteristics in that picture, like, yeah. to now, and, but... I want that same kind of picture with this baby, FYI. Okay. 
I'll take one. You're on on, on camera, job. dude. I'll take. I'll bring the GoPro. No. As I said, Maybe. I think I think that's what I'm gonna do. Is I'll have the GoPro in there and just as long as you're not get, distracted. Try to get just as much raw footage as possible. As long as you're not distracted. <laughs> Should I like podcast you, from the? No, because then you'll be distracted. Okay. You can wear the GoPro. But, it but can't I have to forget. You. I have to forget it's there. Yeah, you there. have to forget, it's, forget there. it's there. But I can go pro. I just need to forget. Yes. Okay, I'm good. Like I, I truly believe you're you're ready to be the ultimate support person. I am. I've been training He's my entire trained. life for this. And we've talked. My neck. And I think what's really Ooh. important is more so we've talked about the expectations that I have uh, for support. Right. And, like, he understands that it's it's not a time to be on Instagram. Or to, you know, mm-hmm. chill and watch something on Netflix. Like, he has a job, mm-hmm. and it's however many hours it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's ready. Well, we are excited. We are excited. But uh, I Hopefully think... soon. I know. As we count down... The waiting we'll... game is torture. kind of is. I'm over it. It's kind of funny, though. I think, like, you know, they talk about, like, postpartum and all of these kind of things. I think my kind of new, the biggest change for me is going to actually come not having you pregnant. I've gotten so used to having very pregnant Jess around that... <laughs> that it became a nickname. That it's become, it's effectually become your new nickname. Oh, look at this. Freddie Deeb but in second what, place. what, like, what do you mean? Me being pregnant? Like, so I'll stop hitting you with my belly. Well, that's a big change. That'll be a big change. And you'll be able to roll over in bed for yourself Without again. Help. Yeah, that's kind of a neat thing. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. I'm excited for us to kind of both get, be able to navigate hallways. That'll be uh, fun again. But yeah, I think that's going to be the biggest adjustment. I think I'm more... You're, you're going to have a baby in the house. That's going to be the bigger adjustment. Right, Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to maybe establish that me I'm this one's my, boss. Me losing my round belly is... True. I mean... Yeah. It does hang around for a while, too, FYI. Well, I... I it doesn't magically, like, well, I, I, suction back up. Well, I didn't up. think it did. <laughs> I've always wondered that. Been like, oh, that would be just, like, I don't even know. I don't know any of these things, and I'm, I don't know that a I should... A woman probably looks six months pregnant for, let's say, a month. Oh, that's kind of cool then. Okay. But it's not a hard tummy anymore. Oh, okay. It becomes a soft tummy. Cool. But it it or slowly snuggles. it slowly shrinks or back. But I mean, you probably yeah, you looked pregnant for a few weeks afterwards. Fuck, I look six months pregnant, so it's all good. No, you don't. <laughs> I mean... Don't even. <laughs> I just no, but you'll have a, a baby to snuggle. You'll be distracted by that. I will. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. I'm very ca- excited to catch up on all this archived uh, old WSOP uh, coverage with little guy. Sonny expl- thinks he's he's just going to be on baby <laughs> snuggling duty and he's not going to share this baby with anyone else to, for them to snuggle. I want to be clear. It's not a thinking. It's it's uh, I'm pretty set on it. <laughs> I just don't see why I would want to let anybody else uh, snuggle well, too Well, I'd like much. to snuggle him. Well, I mean, yes, because you're mummy, but, but I, uh, in the same breath, um, I, I, I don't know, like, it's always weird when you go to family gatherings and... I mean, well, guess what? There are no family gatherings thank God. anymore. Thank God, because then I'd all I'd become like the bad guy in your family because people would go to touch. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm good. 
<laughs> I, I already put my jacket down. Like, uh, we're good. I have nothing left to hand Yeah, to we're you. good. If somebody came up with their hands, I'd be like, can I offer you an autograph, a signatory? What do you need here? Yeah. Like, there'll be no family gatherings. Yeah, and there sure year. as hell wouldn't be any baby holding. So it uh, kind of works out for everybody in a sense. They don't have to touch him up. I don't have to let. You don't have well, to share. Well, sorry, I don't have to refuse the touching up because I wouldn't. I wouldn't be sharing, so I don't have to be put in the position of being the guy who know, says but, no thanks. But people just like to snuggle new babies. Well, then they need to go through the nine months. And... Well, they most of them did. Most oh, of them okay. are older women who That's have had their children. True. And maybe they're waiting uh, for grandchildren or don't have any young grandchildren. They're the biggest baby hordes, hoarders. Yes, but I mean, again, that's why I guess it's nice that you have such a big family that keeps popping babies out all the time that even though they'll miss the opportunity with this one, somebody's bound to be popping one out Hopefully. right away that uh, they get their fill from that one. I just, but I'm not like that though. Like, I don't go and just take anybody's, you no, know that. Like, it's I'm pretty more of a good, woman thing. Right, like, it's I'm pretty good thing. about respecting the boundaries. Like, because you had the one cousin who had the baby. Yeah. Who had, well, not had the baby. He, They still do have a baby. <laughs> uh, they didn't lose them. Yeah, no, they didn't forget they about Walmart. Um, no, they have... Two? No. The, um, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Only has the they, one. They only have the one. Sorry. They only have the one. And I mean, I've taken their baby. Like, I've held him and comforted him and stuff like that. But I don't seek him out. And it's not that I don't like him or anything like that. It's just like... No, Jordan and I aren't that close, so I'm not just gonna be like, "Hey, like my turn." Be like, "That's not my kid." It's a female thing. It's right. a female thing to, I call it baby snatching. I remember the first family gathering I went to with Littlefoot, putting the car seat down to take off my jacket, and then I turn around and the car seat's gone because all these women were like, "Whoa, baby snuggles! I want baby snuggles." Guess who that ain't gonna be happening with. I mean, that was a different time. It was before COVID. Uh, many, many years before And see, COVID. and maybe COVID has set people straight that that's not okay. Leave my baby the hell well, alone. Well, I think it has because, I mean, I remember with Littlefoot and just stories from friends of strangers who just think that they can, you know, touch, get close to your baby. And, mm -hmm. like, I mean... Then it was, yeah, it was germs or bad, and, well, I don't, you know, I don't really know you, so, like, yeah. can you step back from the stroller? Yeah. But, I mean, now it's like, well, now you could kill my kid, so yeah. back the fuck off. Yeah. Like, you know, now you're asking grandparents to wear a mask. Yeah, that's Like, that's if, if we were to go anywhere in public with this baby, yeah. I mean, that car seat will be so covered... Yes. It'll be like, no, there's no there's no kid in here. It's just and a bag of flowers. And then would be Lysol all around it. high school project. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. We went back. We missed it so much. <laughs> we wanted we to do it again. We went back. You know, <laughs> Who are like, those guys? Yeah. Because, yeah, there was some older women who got a little too close. I bet. Fuck, I bet. I remember even going into Littlefoot's dad's place of employment. Mm -hmm. And these women... That I didn't know. Oh, I mean, no. he knew them. He yeah. worked with them. But he wanted to bring the baby by, let everyone see her, and um, brought her in with the stroller. And these women that I did not personally know took that stroller out of my hand so fast and went off in the other direction. And at a few weeks postpartum, 
that is the last thing you should be doing if you value your life. Yeah. And I just, I wasn't very nice. That's fucking ball. Who does that? Z. Ball Z. I mean, if you did that in nowadays. Yeah, that's not okay. Somebody's, the cops are getting called. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, that's not okay. I I think I can respectfully say there's nobody. Um, just trying to think, maybe Doctor B, who we would be introducing the baby to that you don't already know. Firstly, but that's s- not friend like family. Yeah. Yeah. And secondly, that's like yeah no I would not that's not okay like some especially like some stranger oh I work with them and they're taking the stroller I'd be like you are taking a chance yeah. Yeah. Like, you are taking a chance. Yeah. But it, it's become... It's a joke, right? It's this... It's... Well, I see how some of your cousins get. And they're little, I'm going to snatch the baby next. Oh, I'm going to snatch the baby next. And all I could but think is... But at least with them, it's like, family. Not, eh. No. Okay, well... <laughs> God. I don't have... Ah. <sighs> Even with my own, I'm not, yeah, no. But you're not as close to them as I am with my family. True. That's very true. That's very true. But, I mean, the good news is, is whilst you're close with your family, I'm not. So it's not, it's, it's okay. So we, we only have one family to <laughs> there deal with. There you go. We only have one family to deal with, and only half of us is close with them. I mean, they're... I, okay, Brienne gets baby privileges because she gives me baby privileges. And she's already asked. And she's already di- called dibs. So when the baby's born, yeah. Like, when? Uh, how long when do I have to wait before I get to come? Can I come over? And I mean, she was so excited for this kid. She <laughs> there was a flinging There's incident. A story. Yeah, there was um, somebody flew and somebody wasn't happy about it. But <laughs> <laughs> she was so genuinely excited. But we told uh, her, yeah. But, uh, yes, her little, uh, linebacker of a baby. I still can't get over how big he is. Me neither. And I love how, what was it? It's like, Huddy's 39 pounds. And no, 29. 29, yeah. And, and this Beck is... Who's fucking... nine months, ten months. <laughs> it's like 26. Yeah, he's catching up. <laughs> and he looks Which sturdy. Which she's already been able to pass on her baby stuff from She them. has, she has. he's outgrown it so quickly. Brienne, I want it to be very clear. I'm saying it here for everybody here, how much we love and appreciate you. and All the stuff and all everything the stuff. you've done. Yes. And how excited we are to give her boys a baby cousin. A playmate. Right? Because mm-hmm. her boys are always the babies to everybody else. Mm-hmm. That they finally... Mm-hmm. They finally get to uh, be big boys. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? Or do you want to get on to uh, reality TV uh, for the night? Reality TV is called... Uh, I think so. All we right. don't have much else to talk about. I've been holed up inside. That's true. You have been held up. (laughs) Not much exciting has been going on. No. In my world. It's like that's so true. You you try to play catch up. Oh, have you been to a nice restaurant? Nope. Have you been? Have you seen? Have you been anywhere? Nope. Have you seen any movies? Nope. Well, actually, movies could be true because they're like with Netflix and stuff. Yeah, but nothing new, really. True. Newly discovered. True. Thank goodness we got Hey You for all the reality TV. True, and forgetting. How old um, Tiger King is. Like, Tiger King was, what, seven months ago now? 
Wasn't it at the beginning of, of the pandemic? Yeah, it got everybody March. through those first couple of weeks, and then people were like, then "What was now?" Like, oh, shoot. Well, then they try like remember there was that big kind of that blitz of documentaries that were getting pushed, right? So there was the Tiger King, there was McMillions, which we still never finished. I couldn't finish them. And then uh, what else was there? There's some a couple, of the crime ones. There's like... the crime ones, um, like that. Ooh, actually, there's a few of them. A few of them, and they keep coming out like we watched mm-hmm. the most recent popular one about the guy who killed his family yeah that was fucked up but it's kind of disturbing or that sociopath who was ripping off all those women oh on crave yeah you know what i'm talking about love fraud yeah yeah that was messed up and then there were some of those reality shows that they were able to film or like like love island or temptation tempt- temptation did they do Islands? a temptation island too well, I think that was at the beginning, so it must have been filmed long. What was year. that show we watched where the girls always wore nothing? That's all. With Francesca? That's... Was that uh, Love Island? I don't know. We couldn't keep where, them straight, and where, we never finished because we found was it was that? really boring. And then there was the one where they, ha- ha- they housed them up in Vegas, which was... That's that? Love That's Island. a Love Island. Where they were staying at the Cromwell. Like, yeah. Where they were... <laughs> Yeah, here's your island. It's the rooftop. Of the, yeah, it's the rooftop of the Cromwell. <laughs> that was so weird. I'm not going to like that. We mean, didn't finish that series. That's almost as weird as like the fact that Big Brother Canada is recorded on a sound st- Like, I get all of them are. Like, even Big Brother US is recorded on a soundstage. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure for Big Brother Canada, because of how it's filmed, there actually is no outdoor parts. Yeah. It's all you can indoors. Tell when you watch it. Like, well, I know the outdoor is simulated is, outdoor. It's like fake grass and like yeah. it doesn't look like real Like at least sunlight. with Big Brother, they go out, like US, they go outside, but it's they. filmed in California, but they oh. go outside. Okay. Like when they show sun and stuff like that, that's real. Okay. What they don't show is like the, sh- the one shitty day during filming. Right. Um, but like for Big Brother Canada, it's like that must be a weird thing because let's say you're in there for two to three months. Is it that long? It is. So it's like two to three months of living in a studio where even With no real sunshine? Yeah, it would be like living in an underground bunker. Yeah, that can't be good for people's (laughs) mental health. That's gotta be horrible. I bet you you come out of that show a little bit fucked up. So you're not applying? I don't know. Because you do get a hundred grand for first place and a whole bunch of like free gift cards and shit. I always thought you got paid in gift cards. Gift cards. Yeah, yeah. I always thought you got paid in gift cards. Like I, they, people always talk about the money. I'm like, I didn't know there was money. I thought it was like half a million bucks in gift cards. Like I'm excited there wouldn't be some brick furniture. You wouldn't last well without natural sunshine. Just FYI. I wouldn't. You need it. You're affected by it. I am badly affected by it. And and I'm sorry. You would want to miss um, baby boys. <sighs> Anything. Anything yeah. for two to three months? True. True. I think you'll find it even hard to be gone for three days. I don't know. Him. I don't really know where I'd be going for just three I days. I don't know, but I'm just saying. If I ever, I'm just saying. So if I decide to go play the, the charity poker circuit of Grand Forks over a weekend. Well, even if you were going down to Vegas first and we were following a few days later true. or a week later, uh, yeah, I yeah. think you will understand... That even three days is hard. Or are you kidding me? I'd have a hard time even sitting down in an event. I'd want him there on my lap as I'm playing. Which isn't like, allowed. Who's your widow, Bobby? Who's my widow, Bobby? No. Um, Too many germs. I've... Not allowed. Well, remember I showed you that one clip where it was evident the one guy was sick? Yeah. And I'm like, there's a 100% chance everybody at that table 
got sick right afterwards. Yeah. As you know, the sick face. Like. Yeah. I don't even want you playing poker, like, <laughs> nowadays. It's that's dirty. A, it's... Ugh. Well, that's why I've been grinding hard online. I've been finding my online uh, love again. I know, but even when... You know, COVID's gone or whatever. Gone Uh, enough that somewhat of a normal life can resemble. I I don't think... I don't... I'd have a hard time with something like that that's so dirty. What gets me more than anything is, even watching here, is those chips are filthy. Any of you that want to know this, I'll tell you that right now. Those chips, those cars, they're filthy. But the amount of face touching they do... How many times do you see them put their hands over their mouths after touching those chips? And they're playing with the chips, and then they go quick, like... But the cards, the table, the closeness to people. Like, I was, like I've told you, like, being in Vegas, like, it used to be where you're walking down the strip, and, you, like, you are shoulder to shoulder with oh, so many people. True. Like, you know, we did talk about taking the kids there, but, I mean... Mm-hmm. Even when it's back to normal life, whatever that is, mm-hmm. like that just ain't happening. Thank God, Aaron and Des have a pool. Yeah, <laughs> and live far away from the strip. That's right, and they have their two playful dogs. Just crashing there, FYI. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So Aaron Des, prepare our bed. Z. <laughs> All right, everyone. I thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Jess, thanks Thanks. for coming on. You're welcome. See, I've been trying to get you on for forever. It wasn't that bad, was it? No. All right. I love you. I can talk to you for an hour. (laughs) All right. Love you, babe. Love you. All right. Thank you all so much for... Wow, I got weird there. Thank you all. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the Sunny D. Take care and bye-bye for now. Bye.